Hey, do you feel like you're getting thrown around the healthcare system and are frustrated with the lack of clarity that you're getting from your providers? Do you feel like you're getting suboptimal care and that you deserve better? Do you want help busting some myths and deciphering what's good and bad information out there? If you'd like to be a part of a community that's connected with the best resources in the area and is taking small steps toward their health and fitness goals, then this podcast is for you. My name is Jeff Danning, and welcome to the Seeking Wellness Podcast. Okay, well, thanks for tuning into the Seeking Wellness Podcast again, guys, Southeast Idaho edition. This is going to be episode 20, which is very exciting. Um, so my name is Jeff Denning. I'm a doctor of physical therapy and golf fitness professional. I'm back with longtime friend of the podcast and CrossFit AMROC co-owner, level three CrossFit coach, Mr. Rocky McDowell. Yeah, thanks. It's good to be back. Yeah, good to have you. I, uh, I was listening to something. I don't know if it's another podcast or a YouTube clip or something that I saw, but he said um, 90% of all podcasts don't make it past episode three and then of that 10 percent that do make it past episode three 90 percent 90 percent of those don't make it past um episode 20 so all right kind of a cool benchmark for us today yeah be in that top tier of podcasts so thank you for kind of helping me uh pursue that you're uh, you're on the other side which means now it's something now you have to do something with it. so we're <laughs> yeah. gonna keep it going That's we're gonna, the idea. We're gonna yep. keep it getting better absolutely bring good content for sure so today we are talking more crossfit but we're going into kind of some myths uh misconceptions preconceived notions about what is crossfit a lot of things that people think about crossfit that might be incorrect or they've been told or that have just been kind of proven wrong by the, the supporting data and literature and body of evidence in the last 20, 25 years or so that CrossFit's kind of really taken hold of mainstream fitness. So decided to get things rolling, but anything, uh, anything before we jump right into it, Rocky? No, I think the, you know, we were talking about it a little bit before we got started, but some of these myths and things we hit on in other podcasts that we've done. So mm-hmm. the the first podcast you and I did together that just kind of talked about what is CrossFit and, and talked of how we do things and what our philosophy is. But then also the episode with Christina Anderson, the CrossFit Level 4 coach, she touched on some of these myths as well. Yeah. So I think that's a good little prompt for everybody to go back and get a couple of extra listens on those other podcasts that we've done. Yeah. Um, lots of good, valuable information in there, but... We'll, we'll hit it in this one as well. So, yeah, uh, lots of good places you can go back, get information. But like I said, we're going to go through some of these common myths and misconceptions <laughs> of CrossFit. We've, for got, sure. we've got eight of them today. Yeah. So um, buckle up. Should be fun. But, yeah, it's kind of a perfect segue into this first one that Christina talked a lot about. Um, that's kind of one of her main missions. Mm-hmm. But myth number one, I need to be in shape to do CrossFit, which, uh, I don't know, sort of makes sense if you're like just glancing at it from afar but if you really think about it for more than i don't know 30 seconds then you're like oh that doesn't really seem right yeah. what are your thoughts on that rocky needing to be in shape before you come try out crossfit well i think that uh for the most part that's kind of a common thing that people will bring up in starting any type of new fitness program yeah it's like oh man i'm not i'm not ready for that mm-hmm. and the thing is is most of the time you're not ready for it but 
you won't ever be ready for it unless you start. And so I think that's the big thing with CrossFit is, look, this is... CrossFit is not out of the realm of possibility for anything. It, it really is infinitely scalable. Anybody can do this. It's just a matter of where you're at in your in your fitness journey. And so, I mean, the main thing is, is every workout gets tailored to your fitness potential right now. Um, and then we build you into the athlete down the road that can do all of the things. So if you can't do a pull-up today, that's fine. We'll find something else that moves you closer to doing a pull-up that you can do today. And it doesn't matter what the exercise pull-up's just the one that hit me, you know, as we were talking. But yeah. um, but really it is like, look, CrossFit gets you in shape to do CrossFit. And as a side effect of that, it gets you in shape to do a whole bunch of other really awesome things in life. And so the idea that you have to be in shape to do CrossFit it kind of makes me giggle a little <laughs> bit because CrossFit is how you actually get in shape to live an awesome life. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's, it's a complete myth, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, we're training for life. We're, we're not trying to max out our deadlifts in one month or run the fastest 5k of your life in a month. We're kind of zooming out on a longer time horizon and being able to progress our fitness slowly over increments I think and so yeah yeah you don't need to be in shape I guess that's a that's a thing that's perpetuated in my field as well I like I'm not not ready for rehab that's like that's going to be too intense for me or something um but yeah certainly uh certainly a common misconception I think but yeah the uh the only way out is is through I guess you gotta everybody starts somewhere yeah right? hundred percent. And I mean, I, I like that you brought it back to the whole rehab thing because a lot of people coming out of surgery or an injury or whatever it is, they're so scared to do something yeah. because they remember the injury and they know that they just had a whole bunch of major work on this and they don't want to go through the mm-hmm. surgery again. And so it's like, we all have these trauma memories in our body that we're yeah. like, I don't want to do that again. And, and so I think that's the whole point of working with either a good rehab professional like yourself or coming into a CrossFit gym and working with competent CrossFit coaches. Totally. Because, I mean, we're going to take care of you. That's that's why you come into these specific places to, to get what you need, not what we want for you, right? We want you to, yes, we want you to progress. We want you to get better. But it's like, look, where are you at? Yeah. And you know, you're not going to do what I do but you're going to come in and you're going to do what you need to do to progress every day. And, uh, and I think that's huge, both in the rehab setting, as well as coming into the CrossFit world. It's like, no, you just, we just got to start. And mm-hmm. that is going to get you to progress forward, whether it's in a rehab setting or whether it's in CrossFit, just getting in shape. Right. Yeah. So it's motion the, is the thing. <laughs> it, motion is lotion, baby. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's that, uh, sort of that principle in, in physics, um, I forget what it's called. Different types of friction, though, versus like static versus um, kinetic friction, where that initial push, that static friction, is harder to overcome. But once something's moving, mm-hmm. then the friction is not as difficult to keep moving. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Once you get a body in motion, mm-hmm. it's much easier to keep it in motion. For yeah. Sure. Einstein's laws of physics, right? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. You touched on this. Uh, a little bit in the one we just mentioned, but myth number two, I can't, can't do any of these exercises with Rocky. I can't squat. I can't do pull-ups. I can't do any of these fancy 
stuff they're doing on the rings and all these gymnastics moves. So therefore I can't do CrossFit. Yeah. What, uh, what's your response to someone that says that? All of those people you see that can do all that stuff at one time, they couldn't do it either. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the only way they got there is they came in and they, they started working on things and they got a little bit better and a little bit closer to that skill or that, uh, that barbell movement, those heavy weights. And so the only way you ever will be able to do any of those things is if you work progressively towards that and you work consistently on those movements. Um, you know, there's people that have the, uh, the, the goal for them is to do one full unassisted, nice looking push up. Yeah. Right. And if you just think, well, I can't do a push up. So therefore, I'm not going to try. Well, you're still not going to be able to do a push-up in five years, ten years down the road. But mm -hmm. if you start now and we start to find ways for you to work those muscles to get that range of motion to be able to hold yourself in the position, eventually, you're going to get there. Yeah. And so, I mean, so the idea that you can't do the exercise, so therefore, you can't come into a CrossFit gym, well... That's, that's exactly why CrossFit gyms exist is because we are going to take you from where you're at and we're going to move you progressively through strength, positions, motion, all of those things until you're strong enough and able to do it. And now you're able to knock out, you know, a workout like Cindy where you're doing a whole mm -hmm. bunch of push-ups over a lot of time or, or Murph or something like that where you're doing, a, you know, 200 push-ups. And it's like, well, I can't do that. And it's like, well, you can't today. <laughs> but if we work on it, someday we're going to get you there. And that's, like I said, again, that's the whole point of coming into a CrossFit gym is because we're going to take you from where you're at and we're going to turn you into somebody who goes, there was a time I couldn't do that. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah. our, that's our goal. That's our job. That's our mission is to make you one of those people that other people walk in the gym and go, man. I want to be able to do what that person's doing, right? Yeah. Um, that, that is cool. And, and that's my hope for a lot of people is that they then turn into the example that other people are. Yeah, the student come, like, becomes the teacher yes, kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'd see that a ton in, in my practice as well. And it's like, okay, like a, I'm working with a guy that's had a pretty significant rotator cuff and he's been trying to avoid surgery and he's like I can't lift my arm up out to the side like at all mm -hmm. I'm like okay that's you know that's where we're at but we're gonna be lifting your arm up out to the side in some capacity right maybe we're using a, a PVC pipe to help lift that up maybe we're going on our backs and kind of doing an angel motion so we're not going straight up against gravity um, but some form of that is kind of our way to to work through that so yeah it's, it's all about that graded exposure, mm -hmm. finding some level of, of what you can do um, today that might not look the same as the guy next to you. But, yeah, exactly. But yeah, certainly that's, that's kind of the goal. And I do think that is a cool thing that CrossFit does is, I don't know, maybe this is like a, a, another misconception, but like the RX exercise prescription that's up on the board is yeah. not like designed for the person that's day three CrossFit to be doing, right? The RX right. prescription is designed for someone that's been doing CrossFit for a while probably and is in fairly good shape and, yeah. and has met a lot of those movement standards. Yeah, and so um, 
a lot of that stuff, if you're talking CrossFit vernacular, it's like, okay, there is an RX version of the workout, and that is the prescribed version, right? Mm-hmm. But and I think we hit on this on a different podcast, but it's like, look, if we have a prescription, that prescription, we're applying that broadly, and we're saying, here is, here's an idea of what you could do. But just like if we're prescribing medicine, it's like the dose that's, a, that's appropriate for yeah. you may be different than the dose that's appropriate for me. So we adjust the prescription to make it work for you. And so that's kind of a cool thing that CrossFit did is we have these prescribed workouts. It was very similar to the medical field where we're just looking at it and going, look, we need to adjust this prescription so that it works for you. So that we get the proper dosage for you today. And so, yeah, there's this RX version out there, but that is for people that are, like you said, in pretty good shape, been doing CrossFit for a while. They know what they're doing. They have the movements down. They're pretty strong, all of those things. But if we're maybe not up to that level in any area, we just adjust the prescription, right? Yeah. And so it, the prescription can be adjusted down. It can be adjusted up depending on where everybody's at. And so it really is, how do we dial in this fitness prescription for every person? And so the RX, that is just, that's the suggested idea of what we, what we want you to do today. But really it's how do we hit the stimulus? How do we get your body to, to move and function in that, that fitness world mm-hmm. that is going to improve your fitness moving forward yeah. just like if i was going to hand you a you know a prescription pill or something like that sure. and say hey we're going to take this and based on where you're at you're going to take half a pill but the guy next to you is going to take a full pill mm-hmm. right and we're going to adjust that to find out how does it help you feel better in the long run and that's all we're doing with fitness is we're just we're dialing in the prescription. Yeah. I don't know if it's commonly thought of like that, but that's a great way to think about it. Instead of doing like Murph, a mile, 100 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, another mile. Maybe we just cut all those numbers in half. Do half a mile, 50, 100, 150. And ideally, if if our dosage is dialed in correctly, the both those people that are doing the workouts should finish in, you know, roughly the same time frame, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's the whole intent of, of the thing is how do we vary that prescription so that everybody is doing a similar workout, whether it's a time domain or things like that, or mm-hmm. they're pushing that intensity level to the same, that same level so that they're getting a very similar outcome from moving their fitness forward. Both of those people should finish that workout and lay down on the ground and go, oh my gosh, I feel like, uh, you know, that was a really good workout. Mm -hmm. I'm half dead, but in 10 minutes, I'm going to get up and be like, that was the best thing that I could have done for myself today. Yeah. Yeah. On Memorial Day. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I kind of recap that. Maybe you can't do a snatch or a muscle up or a pull up, but we're going to find some version of that movement that you can do successfully that gives you a similar stimulus to what we want the workout to feel like, whether that's a short, quick sprint or kind of a longer, more grindy 30, 40, 50 plus minute workout. Yep, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. On that, with some of the more complex movements that you see, the the butterfly or the kipping pull-ups, some of the Olympic, the, the Olympic weightliftings, the cleans and the jerks and the snatches, a lot of people think, well, CrossFit's just kind of 
you're running around at high intensity. People don't really care about form. It gets sloppy. What are your thoughts on CrossFitters not being, you know, strict with their form? Yeah, I mean, and this is this is one that hits all of the memes and you know videos and everything <laughs> yeah. across the across the universe here. It doesn't matter what social platform you're on. You can Google, you know, CrossFitters with bad form, and you'll find a whole bunch of stuff out there. Right? Mm-hmm. And you know, you mentioned it, like the kipping pull-ups, the butterfly pull-ups, all of those things, and and trainers and uh, you know bodybuilders, weightlifters, all of those things. So they'll watch somebody be doing kipping pull-ups or uh, butterfly pull-ups, and they'll be like, that, they didn't do one pull-up in yeah, that whole Yeah, it's not thing, a real pull-up, right? right? Yeah, <clears throat> zero and, reps done. Right, and so, but the thing is, is like, okay, well, what is a pull-up? You're hanging below the bar at full extension of your elbow, so your arms are straight. Chin goes over the bar at the top. Okay, that's a pull-up, <laughs> right? And so... The the idea of a pull-up, there is no, the stuff in between, that is all interpretation. Mm-hmm. How you get from arms fully extended straight at the bottom to chin over the bar at the top, that's all semantics, right? Yeah. And so, so it's the idea of every single one of those is a pull-up. What CrossFit has done is they found a more efficient way to do pull-ups so that we can do more which means we're getting more exposure to that, that movement, that exercise, those muscles are working. And so now instead of being able to do 10 strict pull-ups, now I can do 50 yeah. unbroken kipping or butterfly pull-ups, right? And so it, it pushes your fitness and stamina and ability to a different level, right? And so it has nothing to do with whether we're doing this perfect form because CrossFitters slow down. And we just did a bunch of strict pull-ups today. Yeah. And so we do work on all of those things, whether it's form in Olympic lifts and we sit down and we dial in those forms when we do like teaching sessions in a, you know, before a workout and we're working on those little tweaks that we need to do every single day. Um, and same thing with pull-ups, we're working on that form. We're working on positions because you can't do a good kipping pull-up. You can't do a good butterfly pull-up without being able to hold the positions correctly. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the pull-up just doesn't work. You can't get into a rhythm that everything that goes into both a kipping and a butterfly pull-up, it's all about shapes and positions and being strong enough to hold them. So I, I, don't get me wrong. You can go out and you can YouTube a bunch of people that do really terrible pull-ups. <laughs> I, you know, that is not what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. if you're executing these correctly and you watch the high-level athletes, their form is impeccable, right? So has to be. Yeah. I mean, and with your lifts and all of this stuff, I mean, we've had CrossFitters go to the Olympics in weightlifting and be represent their country as an Olympic weightlifter, you can't do that if your form is terrible. Yeah, I didn't know that. Right, and so. In I the mean, US here, or uh, different countries? Different countries, okay. so yeah. Actually, Tia Claire Toomey, who has, is the most decorated, winningest CrossFit athlete in history, mm-hmm. she represented for Australia in the in the oh, last okay. Olympics, well, in the Rio Olympics as a weightlifter. And so it's I like, yeah, we've, we've had these instances where these people that do CrossFit not only are they crazy healthy and fit in all of these other aspects, but we're really good weightlifters. We're really good gymnasts. 
right? Yeah. You can go out and, you know, the, the big uh, thing a few years ago was Ben Bergeron went and he did a 500-pound uh, deadlift um, in the morning and then ran the Boston Marathon <laughs> in the same day, right? <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, yeah, he, here he is. He went and did this insane lift and then he went out and ran a, a four-hour marathon. Yeah. Back to back. In, Super in the uncommon day, right? for so, the same person yeah. to do both of those things. And so I guarantee you if he ran terribly, had terrible form running, there's no way he would be able to run that good and that good of a marathon. If he was a terrible form weightlifter, he probably would have blown his back out and not, I mean, not have been, there's no way he could have pulled 500 pounds, right? But it's like, no, CrossFitters do care about weightlift or about form in everything we do because the only way you can take what you do in CrossFit and turn up the speed and the intensity on it is you have to be solid in the form at low weights and slow reps. So we always preach it's, it's uh, mechanics, consistency. So mechanics, can you do the movement well and can you hold your body in that position? Then we go to consistency and can you do that over and over and over again and still hold the form and everything looks good? And at that point, do we add intensity? And intensity either means we're adding weight, so we're getting heavier, we're adding speed, so it gets faster, or all of those things. Range of motion is the other thing that we mm-hmm. do to add that intensity. So, and it goes in that order, and that's what CrossFit preaches all the time. It's mechanics first, then you get to move to consistency, then you get to move to intensity. So, if you can't do the form, I'm not going to make you do a whole bunch of reps really really fast because you're that's how you get hurt right yeah. and so that's the way that's what the coach's job is is to say mm, we need to dial back the intensity for this athlete because their form is breaking down and so that's why we have coaches leading every class that's why we have coaches coming around and checking in with athletes and paying mm-hmm. attention um, that's why we don't just turn people loose in the gym to do whatever they want um, at least at you know good CrossFit boxes, that's the way it should go. Right. And you should have a coach there paying attention to you so that they can look at you and go, your form's starting to break down. Or your first two reps are awesome. Your third and fourth rep look like crap. So let's dial this back so that you get all four of those reps to look good. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the job of the coach while you're working out and you're getting exercise brain where you can't think and sure. nothing works right. You know? Yeah. And so you can't see your own body exactly in space so and so this whole thing of you know crossfitters don't care about form it's just it's just not true um because that is that's the whole reason that we have a coach at every class is because we're here to help you get better and dial in that form and yeah we're still going to turn you loose and let you do a workout Mm -hmm. but we're not going to let you go crazy and do things that are like way out of bounds we're going to keep you safe throughout that whole thing yeah which kind of leads into the next one, like 100%. I don't know if you had something you wanted to add into the yeah, end of that. Just, I'll just tack on a little bit. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I think uh, people don't realize that the mechanics is kind of that first base of that, that pyramid, I mm-hmm. guess, um, and that we really do hammer things in the warm-up, and then there's kind of a specific warm-up too, not just to get your heart rate up, but to practice those movements and to gauge how you're feeling today versus yesterday versus in a couple of weeks from now it might look different, yeah. but, but it does get hammered. Yeah. And I mean, just to 
keep down that road it's like even for you in your practice it's like look you know i've i've done sessions with you it's like and it's all about hey i need to i need you to be able to get into this position can you even get into this position and hold it yeah all right cool now can you do that again without me putting you there and like can you make your body do that on its own Mm -hmm. and can you do that repeatedly yeah all right cool now as part of your rehab program it's we're going to make you do that a whole bunch of times (laughs) until it really locks in and we start to burn those muscles out a little bit and still try to help you hold your form or whatever it is and so it's the exact same thing in in like a rehab setting with like what you're doing is how do we go from mechanics to consistency to intensity to get you back to life because that's what physical therapy is supposed to do right it's it's supposed to take you from post-injury back to what you're doing and so what you do and what crossfit does they blend so well together that i mean it really is there's a reason we do these podcasts folks. <laughs> i think <laughs> I, like, I see the the path i, I don't yeah. know if that's getting out to you guys as well but yeah, yeah it makes sense in my brain um so. yeah on top of that i think too just on the just a, a cool research bit about kipping versus like strict pull-ups and and all that um they have studied this actually a little bit and i i can't remember the exact paper and, and data and all that but something about if you're like lats and um, your biceps and all the muscles that get worked in a traditional strict pull-up are, you know, 100%. Then you go to a kipping pull-up, then the argument a lot of the times is, well, you're using momentum and you're not actually working those muscles. Um, but they've studied this and they found that it's closer to about 80% of, you know, a strict pull-up. So you're still getting in quite a bit of work. And it, if it allows you to do two, three, four times as many reps as you would get in a, in a strict compared to a strict sense, then that can still be a lot more beneficial too. Yeah. And part of it is to the, the purpose of CrossFit, right? Going back to our, our first podcast, it's not to specifically develop your bicep or your lat tone in, in more of a bodybuilding fashion, but it's to output as much work as you can over a period of time. Yeah. And yeah. so... Yeah, the, and, that mean, allows you to do that. If you if you just sit down and do some quick math, right? Five reps at ninety percent activation versus say three times that, fifteen reps mm-hmm. at eighty percent activation. Yeah, you're getting more work. Like your your lats, biceps, like all of those muscles that are working in that kipping pull up are actually doing more work because you're doing more repetitions even if it's at a lower activation rate right Mm -hmm. so you're getting more more exposure um you know if you want to throw out the fancy word you're getting closer to hypertrophy right Mm -hmm. um so those muscles are working longer and they're firing more and we're actually potentially building more muscle in that yeah but like you said i'm not looking at how do i make this one little spot on my tricep bulge a little bit more yeah i'm looking at how do i make that entire shoulder complex stronger work as a unit exactly yeah. and more uh more efficient at what the motion is so mm-hmm. yeah awesome speaking of efficiency though <laughs> getting yeah. hurt injuries is uh is crossfit are they efficient at uh preventing injuries do people get hurt in crossfit are that are people scared of coming into the gym because they think they're gonna get hurt 
What, yeah. do you, what do you think, Rocky? We're gonna. I think this has a whole podcast we, that we're yeah. gonna dedicate to it. So maybe yeah. don't spoil everything. We'll but we'll touch on briefly. it here, but we'll save like the main, <clears throat> the you know the the main course. We'll save that for a whole <laughs> other podcast because uh, you know I know that's something that you want to delve into a little bit more and really you know pull out some of the the data that they've studied and things. Yeah. And, and so I'm I'm all on board with that. We're, this is going to be a whole podcast episode, but. Um, the idea that um, CrossFit is the cause of injuries is it's no more risky than any other activity out there. Um, as a matter of fact, you know, when you go and look at the studies that they've done, um, CrossFitters actually get hurt, you know, potentially at a lower rate than other sports, you know, especially like your weekend softball players and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I, there was Not comparable. There was a study that came out a while ago that I saw that like softball is the most dangerous sport in the United States. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's because we got all of the, you know, the high schoolers, the couple of yeah. five, 10, 20 years after they, you know, got done playing high school baseball, they're going out and playing softball like they're still, you know, 18 and blow a knee out, throw a shoulder out, whatever yeah, and they were trained for... Yeah, and, and so, but the cool thing about CrossFit is because of all of the stuff that we just talked about is we take you from where you're at and we make you incrementally better. We're setting you up to not get hurt doing these activities. And, yeah. uh, and so the other thing is, is most of the time, if you don't have the mechanics and the consistency we're going to advise you to do something else, right? Mm-hmm. We might say, hey, let's try this out and see how it feels. And then we're going to check in with you. And it's the athlete's job then to say, hey, this is how that felt. This is how my body's reacting to it so that we can help guide you in that. You know, yeah, got to be honest with that, that choice, yep. right? <clears throat> but the whole thing is, is like, look, my job is not to get you hurt at CrossFit because that means you don't come back. Right. You don't come back tomorrow because now you've got to go see Jeff for you mm-hmm. know, eight weeks to do physical therapy, yeah, right? right? So instead, it's like I'm going to do everything I can as a coach, as a business owner, to make sure that you're safe, but we're still pushing the envelope a little bit because that's where change happens. That's where you get better as an athlete is right on the edges of your potential. And so, yes, I'm going to push you to do some things that are going to make you uncomfortable, but I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that you're just uncomfortable. You're not in a position where you're going to hurt yourself. Having said that, disclaimers everywhere. (laughs) Yes. People get hurt doing CrossFit. I'm not going to say that that doesn't happen, but like I said, we'll get into some of the other stuff and you can talk about some of the things that you've, that you've read and and researched that's out there. But um, in general, the, the injury rates in a CrossFit gym are no different. Actually, they're most likely lower than any other activity you choose in the fitness world. Right? Yeah. Yep. Way less risky than, you know, driving your car home from the gym. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as far as an injury goes, but mm-hmm. nobody, nobody thinks twice about that. Right. So, you know, what, what have you found and what do you have to say about injuries yeah i can't remember if i touched on this i might have but in the like injury literature they're based on um units per thousand hours of training Mm -hmm. so common injuries are between like one and 20 um crossfit the the papers that i've looked at is between 
one to three injuries per thousand hours of training. Mm -hmm. So if you think about a thousand hours of training, that's kind of a long time if you're coming to the gym yeah. four, five times a week, that's at least a couple years, right? So yeah. um, for comparison, American football is up in the nine to 10, 11 range. So about three times as likely injury for that. Runners that are just pure runners, like they don't do any like strength training or anything, astronomically higher. They're 17 to 20 injuries per thousand training hours. Yeah. Um, so I think it has something to be said about just that monotonous repetition. A lot of runners go the same routes all the time, same kind of wear pattern on their shoes and um, in their body mechanically. And so, I don't know, I think the even the variety of CrossFit is honestly a, a good thing because it prepares you for lots of different things. Like you're not just good at running. I mean, we've talked about this. You're not yeah. just good at weightlifting, but your your body's prepared in lots of different positions and it gets eventually to be strong in those different positions as well. Yeah. And, and strength is protective against injury. Yeah, it's huge. Um, I, yeah, that is, that is a massive point um, because it's like, look, Human beings, we are creatures of habit, right? And so, like you said, the runner that goes out for a five-mile run every day, how often are they changing up that five-mile route? Now, we're yeah. nine out of ten times, we're going to run that same five-mile <laughs> loop every single time we go out. And even if we do change up the route a little bit, we're not changing up the activity and the, the stress on our body that much. Right? Yeah. We may go run up and down hills one day, run on the flats the next day, but it's still, like you're saying, it's still that same repetitive motion. And you know, to put it in something that everybody has experienced somewhere in their life, whether it was themselves or somebody else, but carpal tunnel, what is it? It's a repetitive stress yeah. injury, right? And so it's people are tapping on keyboards, clicking mm -hmm. mouses, painters, haircutters, yeah, yeah, all those people that just move their wrist in a, a increasingly repetitive motion in their hands, they end up with carpal tunnel, and it's because they do the same thing over and over and over and over and over every day. But the variety that you get coming into CrossFit, it's like, yeah, we might be weightlifting, but we rarely are weightlifting the exact same motion, the exact same movement pattern every single day um yeah. and, and you know they're half the time it's like yeah we have barbell today and we don't touch a barbell tomorrow mm -hmm. but you know when we look at runners or bodybuilders or things like that where they're on a set program you know monday is back and by and you know mm -hmm. tuesdays you know wednesday's legs and so on and you know, legs and back or whatever it's like yeah those things that we end up doing you get yourself into this repetitive um, system yeah and that opens yourself up for way more injury than the variety that you're going to get in a crossfit gym and that's why we build the fittest athletes on earth is because yeah because we do expose you to so many different things it's not that same movement pattern over and over and over and over again and again it's like okay if we look at the strict stuff like let's go back to that idea too of like, oh, not caring about form and all that stuff. It's like, look, if you're only ever doing strict pull-ups, the stress and strain that you're putting on your joints going through that range of motion because it's that D, that eccentric, that down that you're resisting and holding on, you're putting so much more stress and strain on all your joints, ligament, tendons, all of that stuff. At some point, it would be cool if you could get through that range of motion 
with less stress and strain on your body. How do we do that? Well, you do some of the stuff that CrossFitters do, yeah, right? Yeah. You take the stress and strain off the off of the joints, those ligaments and tendons, but you still get that full range of motion. You still get the muscles to work. So now we're building strength in the muscles without as much stress and strain mm-hmm. on the you on shift the it to a, a different part of the body a little yeah, bit. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, it's like all of these things, it's injury prevention and all of that. And, you know, anything we can do to get you out of, I'm going to flex my ankle 5,000 times <laughs> over and over in the yeah. exact same <laughs> pattern. Uh, we're just going to make you better and we're going to make you more resilient to injury. And so, so yeah. that myth, I say, no, <laughs> you're, you, you're not going to get hurt doing CrossFit. There is just, uh, there is still potential that, yeah, it could happen. I'm sure. not going to yeah. tell you that nobody ever gets, you know, there are no injuries in CrossFit. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. But CrossFit itself is not injury prone at all. Yeah, no more risky than traditional weightlifting strength training program. Yeah. And a lot more exciting, I mm-hmm. think, in my opinion, too. Yeah, way better. <laughs> awesome. Something, uh, something that the women, I guess some men might have this concern as well, but I, I get it mostly from the ladies, is that they see these amazing games athletes showing up in their sports bras, in their little shorts, and they're like, man, I, I don't really want to look bulky like that. I don't want to beef up and, and be quote-unquote manly or, or whatever right. preconceived notion they have. Is that a... Is that a thing you hear at all, Rocky? Women saying they don't want to get bulky. They don't want to do CrossFit because they don't want to gain all this muscle mass and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is It is a common thing that, uh, that people think. It's like uh, you're going to walk into the gym, you're going to breathe in the CrossFit <laughs> air, and all of a sudden it's, you're just going to hulk out, gonna right? Jacked, yeah. yeah, and that's the way it is. But, I mean, look, it's, it's just not true. Um, the, the people you see that are games athletes and that are that level of, of athlete, um, they have done some very, very specific training and they're putting their body under stress and strain in a very specific way to get to that level. And so, yeah, those, those athletes lift insanely heavy weights compared to your average person that's in here doing CrossFit. Mm -hmm. Um, So the idea that, yeah, you're going to touch a barbell and suddenly, you know, your arms are going to explode and blow (laughs) up and your thighs are going to get so big that you can't put on pants. Your lats are going to be so big you'll never wear a dress again. I mean, it's like those things just don't happen. Now, are you going to get stronger and are those muscles going to get more defined and potentially put on a little bit of mass yes but you're not gonna automatically just get massive yeah. i mean if anybody wonders come in come into the gym you know come to amrock have a have a chat with me just look at me right <laughs> like i'm i've been doing this you know going on you know eight ten years here and like my body has not changed massively from when I started CrossFit as far as like my, my frame and my shape. Now mm-hmm. I'm a heck of a lot stronger. I mean, I look better with my shirt off yeah. than I did, <laughs> you know, 10 years ago. But at the same time, it's like, I have, I have just transformed what my body looks like in, in a positive way, but I haven't gotten 
huge, right? Um, my, my wife's the same way. She's, you know, the same size as she was when we started CrossFit. She, mm-hmm. was, she was running marathons. She potentially, she's going to hate me for saying this, but she potentially weighed a little bit less then. <laughs> But she wasn't as strong and she was getting sure. injured. She was having all of these other problems, right? And then we started CrossFit and, um, and she got so much stronger and her, she is so much more defined in muscles and what she is able to do capability-wise. But she's not any larger than she was when she started CrossFit. Yeah. She literally just filled into her frame and that's all it is. And so that's, that's pretty much all that happened to me. I weigh the exact same amount as I did when I started. Well, okay, I'm about five pounds lighter wow. than when we started CrossFit. But my body has changed. Body composition right? is different. So yeah. the body composition, yeah, has changed. But, like, I haven't become bulky. Like, I didn't suddenly <laughs> end up 200, 220 pounds of just sheer muscle, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and, and so I haven't... I have yet to see it in the everyday average CrossFitter that comes in. You know, yes, you're going to lose some weight. Yes, you're going to add some muscle. So you're going to replace fat. We're going to place that with muscle. And so you may add a couple of pounds here or there. But eventually that's all going to even out because you're going to continue to lose fat and your lean muscle mass is going to continue to increase. But it's not going to increase exponentially. Like your body is made to hold... a certain thing and if you're eating right and you're exercising and everything your body's going to find its natural spot of mm-hmm. where it likes to be in size and muscle mass and that's where you're going to like that's what you're going to have now if you want to bulk up you can do things specifically through your nutrition through the exercise program that you're doing and yeah. you have to add some supplemental things just randomly doing crossfit coming in 3 to you know 6 times a week you're going to get so much variation in what you do that you won't have one muscle group that suddenly goes and gets huge. <laughs> it just, it's not going to happen. Um, so it's a common misconception because the, the athletes that you see on TV that you see in pictures and you know, things like that, those people kind of, they are the epitome of what, a CrossFit athlete is because they are the people that make money. Mm-hmm. You know, look at your NFL players compared to the guys that go out and play on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, they, <laughs> they both play football, but oh man, are mm-hmm. they vastly different because their training program is vastly different. Now, the people that go out and play on Thanksgiving, they can be pretty dang good football players, but they're not at the level of that NFL player. And that's the same thing we find in CrossFit. It's like we can be really good CrossFitters and we can be strong. We can be athletic. We can look really good, you know, when we get in the shower and all that stuff, right? We can look good naked. Those CrossFit athletes that are at the top of their level, they do too. But we're not nearly that developed. Yeah. Because we don't make money doing this, right? We're here to, <laughs> right. We're here to get fitness. We're here to have longevity. We're here to have life. Those people are, this is their job. They mm-hmm. have very specific things that they're trying to accomplish. So it's just a super roundabout rambling way to say, hey, guys, ladies, whatever you're looking for, it doesn't matter because you're not, like, if, if you're a marathon runner as a guy or you're a runner that's training for that, you're going to add strength. You're not going to add mass. 
ladies in the same way. If you want more defined arms, because that is that is attractive and that looks good. If you want your legs to be like, yeah, that looks good, or that booty pop, whatever it is. Yeah. Strength training is how you're going to get there, and how that is actually going to look good in all of that that's going on, and, and what you what your desire is. You're not going to get huge doing CrossFit. You're just gonna mm-hmm. you're just gonna look better. Yeah. I mean that's that's the thing. Yeah. That's what I see as well. I don't really have much more to add to that. I think um, the only couple things I would say people underestimate how much work it takes not just in the gym but like outside like your nutrition has to be so dialed in if you want to have a physique like that you have to be sleeping like eight nine ten plus hours a night really recovering well um stress levels optimized all these other things outside of just the workout stuff too that that makes all that muscle hypertrophy and and that and some of it's probably genetics too oh yeah at this point and And I see this a little bit with my golfers too that are like, that I'm taking through uh, more of a golf fitness program, but I implement some CrossFit principles. They're like, well, I don't want to be like Brooks Kepka or some of the bigger guys on tour. I'm like, I, there's no way we could ever get you to, to be that size without <laughs> making, you know, surgical changes on some of your body. So yeah, it's uh yeah, it's a little yeah. overblown, but I, I understand the, yeah. and, the hesitancy, I guess. And the stuff that happens outside the gym, I think is, that is a, a wonderful point that you bring up because all of those athletes it's like yeah they they are they're weighing and measuring their food everything that goes into their body yeah, so that they know like you know I'm, I'm getting the proper protein road you know ratio so that i'm i can actually build the muscle that i'm trying to build all of those things so it's like when you start talking the work that they do outside of the gym to add the muscle mass to be in the shape that they're in and what they're doing that is that is huge, a yeah. massive point that you just brought up and so important um like i said you know most of us we want to and you know we're talking about another podcast that we're doing just kind of on the nutrition we're going to talk about nutrition a little bit and, mm-hmm. and kind of our philosophy and and all of that stuff but um, when you start to look at nutrition, it's like, hey, is my nutrition here to support my lifestyle and my exercise and all of that stuff, but not support fat? Like that's that's the goal, right? Yeah. We want to be able to um, to do what we want, as for, you know, and enjoy the occasional dessert or something like that um, as it goes through. But those people that are at you know the crossfit games and they're you know all bulked out and they're looking like they can move mountains literally mm-hmm. um it's like those people probably aren't eating very many yeah you know <laughs> sunday morning donuts mm-hmm. you know that doesn't mean that they don't ever do it but like compared to what we would enjoy as a normal human being quote and i'm putting normal in quotes um I mean, the idea that we want to dial things into that level is, it's just not sustainable and it's not realistic for most people, right? We want to be able to go out and have dinner with our friends at a restaurant or something like that. And, uh, and so, um, like getting that dialed in on your nutrition, on your sleep, on ever the stress levels, everything that's going on, that's the only way that you really, like you said, it's like the work that goes on outside the gym 
to Crazy. add yeah. to add five pounds of muscle to your body mm-hmm. is that's where that's where the majority of the work happens. Yeah, you still have to show up to the gym and do that work, but yep. if you're not doing it outside the gym, that five pound of muscle is never going to show up. And so, if, and then if you look at oh, I'm going to get bulky, which is like adding thirty or forty pounds of muscle. Like it's a ton of work. Yeah, we've got to we've got to change some lifestyle, <laughs> mm-hmm. crazy, and just coming in and changing your fitness routine through CrossFit. That's not going to do it. Yeah, you know. So so don't worry about uh, that. You're going to get bulky. You're just going to lean out, and you're going to like you're going to get all of those ancillary benefits, which is like, <laughs> yeah, I just want to look good. Great, come in and do CrossFit because mm-hmm. you're gonna look good. Yep. I, I promise you that. Yeah. It's a, it's not always the primary goal, but it's something that just happens yeah. if you keep showing up. It's it's tough not to really pro- progress, I guess, in that way if you just keep showing up. Yep. So, talking about games athletes um, and competition, what about those people that are like, eh, I don't know about CrossFit. You know that they just want to compete, and I'm not really into competition. I'm, I don't really have that that aggressive bone in my body. What do you say to to those people that might be a little more hesitant on not competing? Yeah, I. So there is there is a big misconception that every everybody in CrossFit, everybody that does CrossFit, every CrossFit gym is all about like it's that competition and coaches are in your face yelling at you, trying to make you go harder, faster, all of that stuff. And and the other athletes that are here in the gym with you working out, they're just looking at you as competition and. You know, every day it's like, oh, Jeff, you're in the gym and we're working out together and all I want to do is just crush you. Um, it's, it's a common misconception because of things like the games, because of the idea that there's a whiteboard and people get ranked. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, I'm using the air quotes. They get ranked in their position and how they did in that workout. So all of those things exist. And yes, there is a little bit of a competitive vibe to CrossFit. Sure. But here's the thing, um, at least at Amrock and what we do, that is not what we, that is not what we do because um, that is, that really isn't how we take the person off the couch and get them into CrossFit and change their life. It isn't saying, hey, cool, you just showed up. I need you to beat that person every day. Yeah. You know, that person that you see across the gym, they're your new enemy. Go and beat them. Yeah. I, I mean, that just doesn't sustain a fitness program. And all it does is it creates division and it creates a, a heartache throughout the gym. What we want to do is we want to create a sense of community where it's, hey, Jeff, you and I are working out together. And I'm hoping that because we're... We're next to each other doing burpees. Mm-hmm. I hope there's a little piece in the back of your mind that's like, ooh, I'm going to try to keep up with Rocky as I'm doing yeah. this. And I'm looking over saying, I'm going to try to keep up with Jeff as he's doing this so that we both move forward in our fitness. And if if you see me start to like grab my knees and catch a breath or something, that what happens in in our gym and a lot of CrossFit's, uh, CrossFit gyms across the world is that Jeff will look at me and go, hey, come on, you got this. Let's keep going, right? Yeah. So it's that friendly push to continue and to, to move and to, to keep going through that workout. That's really what it is. And so when you look at it, it's not a competition. 
it's how am I in this uh, in this space with a whole bunch of other people who have uh, similar goals and similar qualities and they're they're like-minded people and we're working together so that we can both get a little bit better today and so yes there's this little piece that hey we have this competition we're having a competition in in a little while we're gonna host a comp and so yeah I want to put people into that situation and say hey how do you push yourself at a different level in this other atmosphere yeah because that happens right we're gonna you amp up when you get put in a situation sure. that there's competition but um christina uh, talked about it i think a little bit in in the podcast we did with her but if you can't compete every day like it's, that is not sustainable right and so it we need to come in and train and we need to have friends and we need to high five each other and say great job and all that stuff because that is how you show up day after day after day but every once in a while just like the guys you're working with that are golfing it's like yeah get out on the course and play around and like put some money in it with mm -hmm. your buddies and compete because that's that's where you find out where you're really at with a lot of these things how hard how hard can i push my body or how much focus do i have to have on the golf course to hit this shot that i need to right now yeah. and the only way you get exposed to that is through competition but the day-to-day -day happenings in a crossfit gym it shouldn't be about competition it's about moving your fitness forward and being part of this awesome like thing that we have going which is a community of people who are here to support each other who are here to say hey good job or if they see you start to you know suck wind a little bit it's like hey i'm here with you and i'm gonna help you get through this right we're in this together let's go and and sometimes that's all it takes to do another rep to get you moving again and all of that stuff is having somebody in your corner not yeah. just the coach that's walking around you know saying hey you doing all right but having that fellow athlete look at you and say hey you got this come on let's go and uh that energy and that excitement and and uh support i think from the community around you is really where crossfit is so so powerful so people see that and they see what's going on in a CrossFit gym and they're like, oh, all those people are just competing against each other. But it's because they don't know. They haven't actually been here. And so that goes back to question number one. You know, mm -hmm. you got to be in shape or you can't do those things. You know, can't do the exercises. And it's like, no, you can. But you need to come in and experience this and you need to be part of it to really be able to draw a conclusion of are they really competing with each other or are they supporting each other? Yeah. And from the outside observer, it just looks like a competition, mm -hmm. right? Because we put everybody in here and we all do the same workout. We all do the same type of exercises and stuff. Same clock on the wall, yep. all of that stuff. Um, but it's not a competition day in and day out. It's what can you do today that's going to move your fitness forward so that when you get put in a situation that there is a competition it could be a competition in life like mm -hmm. oh i'm driving down the road and i got a flat tire and now i've got to change my tire on the side of the road as fast as i possibly can because yeah. i don't want to be out here on the side of the road in danger for any longer than i need to now you've just put yourself in a competitive environment where you have to do some physical activity for time as mm -hmm. fast as you possibly <laughs> can right hmm. 
And so you're, you're living life now and that is a competitive environment that you're just stuck in because it's high stress and you still have to do physical activity. But, and, and so we train hard in here and we train with this community so that when you get exposed to those competitive environments, you're prepared and you're ready to do it. So yeah, yeah. I like Th- thoughts along those lines. Yeah. I like that a lot. I didn't think about like a, a tire changer <clears throat> needing to, I don't know, you see those moms that are like pushing a car off because of their baby or dog or whatever stuck under the car, things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is definitely transferable. And I think, um, I think you guys do a, a good job of having that bleed through where it's not the, the competitive vibe, but it is the supportive nature. Like um, two days ago when we did that hero wad, I forget what it was called, but it was run row run yeah. again jerry jerry yeah so a mile run a 2000 meter row and a mile run mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah so we were doing that um but yeah as people are coming back to the gym because we're running outside because it's nice weather um, but as people are coming back to the gym most people some people are dying on the floor sucking air still but a lot of people are standing outside the garage just saying like come on like run all the Let's way through go. like don't yeah. stop don't stop yeah um and just that encouraging environment and some people may not like that, I guess, but it is, I don't, I don't see that as like a competitive, like, like, haha, I beat you kind of thing. Right. I don't get that vibe here at all. Yeah. And I mean, if you, if, if anybody listening played uh, sports, uh, you know, growing up or anything like that, and you had this team that you worked out with every day, right. And yeah, you would go to practice and you'd say, you're, you know, you're playing basketball and it's like you and me, you're playing defense on me and I've, I've got the ball or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're competing right now, right? But it's still practice. We're on the same team. Yeah. And the whole point of that is, is so that you make me better and I make you better every day that we hit that practice together. And that's kind of the idea of what we're doing here is we put a bunch of people together and yeah there is this thing where you and I are working out together and we're pushing each other to try to get a little bit better. But at the end, we're all on the same team here and, and we're all driving towards that same goal. And this community is going and going places. And so if, you, if that resonates a little bit with you of kind of what the, the, this, uh, this myth is all about and CrossFit is only about competition, it's like, no, think back to the days when you would go head to head with people in your sport you know, and practice in high school or college or whatever it is, or, you know, and, and they're there just to make you better. Right. Yeah. And, and that's all it is. But in the end, it's like, look, you know, we're on the same team. We're going to high five at the end and good job. You know, yeah. Way to go. Great way to think about it. Yeah. So anyway, there more we of go. a, more of a team environment than a, yeah. a team of life. Yes. Exactly. A competition. I think it's something that, um, maybe freaks people out too, like the, the whiteboard or like keeping score things, that's, I feel like at least how I think of it is it's more for you rather than for the other people in the class, right? Because CrossFit is designed to be objective, measured, repeatable. And so by tracking your scores in this workout, we can go do that workout in three, six, 12 months later and see if we did more weight or we did it faster or did more reps or anything like that. So it's not so much as a, I did better than Phil or Phil did better than me. It's like I did better than me last year. Right. Or, you know, a similar style of workout. Like you said, we did Jerry. There's two one-mile runs in there. Well, Murph has two one-mile runs in mm-hmm. there. How did you do in those two 
like vastly different workouts, but how did you do in those runs? Were they comparable? Right. And so, you know, yeah, it's that idea of where we're tracking where you're at, but even within a specific workout, it's like, Oh, this time I was able to do, you know, 10 deadlifts in a row at this weight where last time I could only do five. Yeah. So I know that my fitness is like, I've gotten stronger. My fitness has moved forward, right? I've, I've moved in a positive direction there just because I know that I can now do five, you know, 10 deadlifts at 185 instead of five. And so that objective measure comes across all of the different workouts, even though they're not the same workout. Yeah. And then, yeah, we do repeat workouts. We have benchmarks. We have repeat workouts that we do that let you like straight up compare one version of yourself to mm-hmm. the next version of yourself and see where you're at fitness wise. But, you know, even in that, you know, mix of things that we're doing across a week, a month, a year, there are lots of instances where you get to check in with those movements and everything and say, Oh wait, I am getting a little better. I was, I'm closer to that pull up than I was, uh, you know, three months ago or whatever it is. I, my pushups, I'm getting lower. And, uh, and so, yeah, you do get to track that and exactly what you said. It's, it's repeatable, it's observable, it's measurable. It's all of those things. And that's really the, why the whiteboard exists and why we track our scores and, and what happens in the gym is because we need to know where you're at fitness-wise and if we're moving that forward. And you need to know too as an athlete. Like, am I yeah. getting better? Because yeah. right? mm-hmm. positive yeah. reinforcement, right? If you see it, <laughs> yeah. then you know like, oh, things, good things are happening. I did this workout last year, and yeah, yeah and it's much better. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. Last couple might be quicker than the rest but uh this one's a little bit interesting i think it's dependent gym to gym maybe too um i don't see it as much here as some of the other gyms but it is also one of the the uh, classic crossfit memes on the internet and the the stereotypes that crossfitters just take their clothes off to work out everybody's shirtless or in sports bras and booty shorts all the time but (laughs) i don't know yeah I, i don't see it here but What's your thoughts on that, Rocky? Yeah, I mean, and I, I put this one down as, as something that's a myth or, you know, just kind of tongue-in-cheek because there was a there was a meme that was out the other day of this guy that came in to the gym, <laughs> to the CrossFit gym, and his buddy's sitting there on a box shirtless, and the guy walks in and he goes, hey, you like my new shirt? And the other <laughs> dude looks at him and says, why do you even buy shirts? <laughs> and then the next thing is he's got his shirt off and yeah. he's like, you're right. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I mean, it is one of those things that is out there a lot. And you see like, videos, every video that's out there that people are doing CrossFit, it's the guys are shirtless and the girls are, you know, just in their sports bras and stuff. And look, it's it's July, August, you know, in Idaho, in Utah, wherever you're at, it's hot. Mm -hmm. People want to be comfortable because the workouts are difficult. They're hard. You're pushing your body. And so whatever it takes to make you feel comfortable, people are going to do. But here's the other thing. If you're not comfortable with that, you don't have to like there's no requisite like you walk again you don't walk into the gym and all of a sudden you're you know you have these huge biceps you don't walk into the gym and your shirt evaporates right Mm -hmm. that's not what happens um so yeah and i mean in our area and at amrock and stuff we we don't 
really have a lot of athletes who who are shirtless doing their workouts but there's nothing wrong with it either because these people have put in a lot of work and you know that's a that's something where you look at it and go dang look at how proud they are of yeah. the work that they've done look at how confident they are and i i wish i was that confident that i come in and just rip my shirt off and i'm like we're gonna work out yeah. but you know and and so at some point I mean, I think it's, we all would like to get to that point where we're comfortable and confident enough in our own skin that we could do that if we wanted to, but there's no, there's no prerequisite or anything like that. And you're not going to come into your everyday average CrossFit gym and just see a whole bunch of people in here with no shirts and, you know, and making us all feel self-conscious about our bodies. That's not the whole idea of what we're, (laughs) what we're doing here, but, um, but really it is, it's, it is something that's out there and people make fun of CrossFitters because they, ah, you guys can't even keep a shirt on for five seconds. And yeah. it's like, well, okay. Some of that really is, it is just a comfort thing. And once you get going and it's, you know, 80, 90 degrees in, in mm-hmm. the facility here and people are working out, sometimes you just can't wear the shirt anymore like yeah, it's I, it's too stifling I'm right all the time yeah and so and like i said some people are more comfortable with that than others but it's not something that happens all the time um again that's usually your your kind of high level crossfit gyms and those athletes that are saying oh yeah i've, I've put in the work here and <laughs> and it's okay i kind of want to show it off what i've got here and and do that but uh your everyday average crossfitter people at Amrock, you know, the majority of us are like, oh man, I can't do it. And then we have other people that are like, I can't wear a shirt because I am like dying of (laughs) overheating and I'm running the risk of, you know, heat exhaustion if I show up and do this workout with my shirt on, like I am going to die. You have, you do not understand. (laughs) And so, yeah, I mean, so it takes all kinds and we're a community of people and so we have people that are on all, you know, all different journeys of where they're at. And, and so, yeah, you're going to see people in different spots of, of their fitness journey and where they're at and where their comfort level is and what they do. But um, it's not everybody. It's not everybody <laughs> it's not, all the yeah. time. But, yeah, yeah. It, it is funny to watch those memes come around, though. I agree. Yeah, not much to add to that, I think. I don't even know at least because i come to the seven most of, yeah. most of the time i would say it's less than one you can have less than one person but it's, yeah. it's not even it, every class that if you somewhere. average it out yeah it's mm-hmm. less than one person you know uh, probably a class that yeah that uh that it ha- wears the crossfit outfit, <laughs> outfit right mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah awesome well just to kind of wrap things up Rocky, this has been great and sort of maybe touched on in some of the other questions that we've talked about, but I think uh, the last one that maybe we get um, more of an objection or a a hesitancy is that I'm too blank, fill in the blank, to do CrossFit, too young, too old um, is is common, but yeah, too overweight, too out of shape, too skinny, too too weak, too something to do CrossFit. Any, any thoughts on that? That's kind of a broad question. Yeah, but. it is. But uh, I think it's kind of the bookend of, of the podcast that we're doing here. Uh, you know, you needed to be in shape to do CrossFit is how we opened it up. And now we're talking 
like, look, I have, I have these things going on mm-hmm. that are preventing me from doing CrossFit. And I think they're kind of probably, what, two sides of the same coin. Uh, and it's really just that same idea of I feel inferior and that this is not accessible to me. But the only thing I would say is, is that, look, I've got people that are from all walks of life. I got people all ages. Um, my oldest member is, I think, 92. Wow. Um, my youngest member is six. <laughs> and so the old and young, it's like, no, we can, we can do it all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, I have people that their goal is look I need to lose weight for the longevity of you know for my health and then I've got people that are like hey I kind of need to gain some weight right I'm trying to put on some muscle mass I'm trying to get stronger I'm trying to bulk up a little bit right Mm -hmm. so I've got people on the full spectrum there of where they're at from in in their fitness journey and so Again, just like we opened up the podcast with the idea of, you know, getting in shape, it's like, look, CrossFit is, okay, I'm biased because I own a CrossFit gym and all that <laughs> stuff, and I've, I, you know, I'm in on the, on the CrossFit Kool-Aid, all of that stuff, but um, the main thing is, it's like, look, CrossFit is the answer to a lot of things, and so you're, you know, you're having, you, you feel like you're overweight, cool, come and do CrossFit, start to think about what you're eating, get some exercise, and, and we're going to help you out. And the cool thing about CrossFit is, is it's going to be adjustable to whatever we need to do with you. Yeah. Um, so it's like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm really young. I'm still trying to figure out how my body works. I'm kind of like the giraffe that you know, doesn't mm-hmm. know how to use any of my limbs yet. Cool. CrossFit's the answer because we're going to teach you how to use your body correctly. And we're going to keep you safe while you're doing that. Um, hey, you know what? I'm worried that... If I come in and do this stuff, I'm going to fall down and I'm not going to be able to get back up. I'm going to need that little button that I'm going to push in the commercial. I'm yeah. falling and I can't get up. You know, and it's like, okay, well, come in and start doing CrossFit with me and I'll teach you how, when you fall down, how to get up and how to do that safely and be strong enough that now you're independent and you can do all that stuff. So a lot of these I'm to whatever questions, it really is maybe I'm going to flip the script on you and say maybe the reason that you're too blank is because you don't do CrossFit. Yeah. And so let's fix that so that you're not too, you don't feel old because we've reversed some of that aging process by giving you strength and, and independence or you're too young. No, Maybe it's because you're not doing CrossFit that you don't feel coordinated enough, strong enough, all mm-hmm. of those things. And same thing if we're looking at weight, whether we're too overweight or I'm too skinny, I can't lift any weights. It's like, well, come in and do CrossFit and we're going we're gonna to bridge that gap, whatever it is. Um, or, you know, maybe I'm just not mentally prepared for it. Well, come in and do some CrossFit. And it's going to prepare you for all of the challenges that you're going to run into in life because you're going to be challenged in here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the more exposure you get to a challenge, the easier other challenges get. And so it's like, yeah, the, I guess the, the bottom line there is, is for this whole podcast in general is that, hey, whatever is going on, in all honesty, CrossFit is the answer. And, uh, and again, I, I say that 
with my <laughs> bias and I, I fully admit that, but I truly believe like this is the answer to so many problems that we have in the health world in you know, totally mental aspect as well. And just in uh, happiness in life is because if you are more capable, your life is better and you're going to be able to do more and enjoy it more. And so for me and what I do, I look at it and say, look, I can help you solve all those problems with this one prescription and it's called CrossFit. Yeah. And so come in, let's find the appropriate prescription for you and let's figure out how to do it. Yeah. And CrossFit will answer all of your questions and make things go away. And uh, so, yeah, that's what I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, I love what you just touched on. And I think for those that are worried about getting matched to an appropriate prescription for whatever the workout is just like a quick thought experiment like if we take um an exercise or a, a wad called fran okay so it's um 21 15, 9 of thrusters and pull-ups mm-hmm. or is it reverse no thrusters, thrusters and pull-ups yeah. okay so if you are I don't know, maybe 85 years old, you've only, or maybe you've never come into a CrossFit gym or had a formal exercise program. That's going to look way different for you. So maybe instead of pull-ups, we do something with the band. We do a banded pull-down or um, some other pulling variation, some ring rows, something like that. And instead of a thruster, maybe we're just doing a front squat. Maybe we're doing a front squat to a box or um, not even holding any weight, just getting you kind of moving. Could just be an air squat. Mm -hmm. Just kind of moving you in that pattern. And so they can take any workout and make it applicable for your situation too old too young too weak too uncoordinated and they will find a good appropriate version for you that gets it done ideally in that three to five minute range is that what we're looking for yeah sub (laughs) sub eight minutes is like that's what we're looking for but yeah like you're yeah five (laughs) Five minutes, three minutes, somewhere in there is that's a pretty dang good friend intensity. Yeah, <laughs> yep. And so it'll look different for each person. Um, it might look similar for for people at similar skill levels. Right. But yeah, you're you're not to anything to to move your body. I think movement of of any kind is is beneficial, and, yeah. and we got to start somewhere. Yeah, the human body is amazing. It's built to move and do things, and uh, you know. CrossFit, rehab, whatever it is that you're doing, that's specifically built to improve your ability to move your body. And, yeah. and uh, so, like I said, it's, I think the things that you're doing, you transfer that into what we do here at CrossFit. I mean, it really is the whole intent is how do we make your life better? And these things that we're talking about and, and what we're bringing up, this is, this is the answer to that more fulfilling yeah. life that everybody is looking for. So, yeah. The, uh, yeah, the answer is there in front of you. Just, <laughs> just need to take that step, I guess. Yeah. Cool. So if any of you guys are interested, um, I've, I've put podcast notes in there before for contact information and website and all that. Yeah. But you want to reiterate any of that, Rocky? Yeah, reach out to us. Um, you can find us on all the socials. So CrossFit Amrock or at CrossFit Amrock either way on Instagram or Facebook. Um, you can Google search us, CrossFit Amrock here in Idaho Falls. And uh, we have a website, you know, CrossFitAmrock.com. We, we make it really hard for you to find us. Um, <laughs> all you have to do is remember the name, and, and you're probably going to be able to look us up. But, yeah, get a hold of us, reach out, and uh, let's have a conversation and figure out how we can help you and get you to do CrossFit. Yeah. 
love that love that okay well, that was a little bit of a longer one than i was thinking but yeah. i like it there was some really valuable stuff in there so thanks for listening guys um i will see you in our next episode we're coming up on 21 next which is very exciting crossing the threshold yeah look uh looking back how, how far we've come so anyways hope you guys got a lot out of that and we will chat soon hey everybody i just want to say thank you for listening to the seeking wellness podcast i would love it if you subscribe so you never miss out on any of these great episodes if you haven't left me a review yet that would mean the world to me so i can implement any of your feedback that you have for me And if you feel compelled to do so, share this out with more people, because my goal is to connect with and help as many people as possible in our community. And finally, if you have any ideas for future episodes or suggestions on guests I should interview, please shoot me a message because I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again, and until next time.